1: Good evening and welcome to, uh, unfortunately, the uh, end of the road uh, show uh, of SA Soccer Roundtable for San Antonio SD. Um, Joining me is Royce uh, and El Cato Blanco uh, in the back there. Um, And we'll start with you, Rafa, since uh, um, you don't have the cap substituting for you at this point. How are you?
0: Pretty good. How are you, Harry? Doing well. How was your weekend? Uh, interesting little some heartbreak but uh, hey we we get over it just like in, like the ex-girlfriends and all that
1: <laughs> i'm a little bit out of practice on ex-girlfriends so <laughs> for real uh, 20 years of marriage if i get an ex now it's it's uh it, yeah, it's a whole different story yeah uh, so royce uh, now that now that you've replaced uh, Los Gatos Blancos, uh, how are you?
2: Uh, yeah, proud, very proud. Um, disappointed, mainly proud.
1: I'm not. So I'm more sad than disappointed. I yeah, th-
2: that that's fair. That's very fair. There was nothing disappointing about this season. And Nothing. even
1: this game, they gave it all on the pitch. Just yeah, you know, you know, it's a game of inches. Um, yeah, and, and literally, all that three times, you know, on <laughs> their first goal, on Epps uh, almost brace, and then you know Dylan's uh, unfortunately miss on the oh, man. Uh, on the PK. Um, just game of inches. It's
2: uh, that's it, man. It, it, and, and and also three of the five. Orange County penalties that one went right under Jordan and right by his hand. The other two were an inch from his hand. One, I think he got a paw on game of inches. I mean that close to saving one and you know, we're right back in it. So. And
1: then to be on the flip side, just to be fair, uh, Jordan far had three consecutive oh, saves. That,
2: that sequence was insane. Insane.
1: Yeah an inch either direction and 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 you know and oc grabs the lead there so just to be fair you know we're we're laminating about our close shots but they had some close shots as well very true true. so uh i want to give a shout out to uh 210 alliance i went out to the hops over at uh big hops
2: off hubner and i-10
1: hubner uh was a fun time uh there was probably 20 30 of us in there nice um, good mixture of 210 a lot uh, several of uh, uh mission city came over i was there so and then you know they're just the fans there but it was a great environment and, and so thank you to 210 uh for hosting hosting that for us that didn't want to go downtown um you know and have to deal with that so uh thank you to chris our buddy in 114 for coming out you know he bought me a beer robert bought me a beer and you know uh Uh, I'd already had spent the day at, at, you know, AJ's soccer games, uh, you know, at (laughs) surf, so... I was like, two beers, that's enough. Cause, you know, the wife said, Hey, I'm going to stay up and, and make sure you're careful. And and if you pay attention to signs like that, you don't push issues. <laughs> 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 Wasn't the night to, you know, to, 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 test to, that let, loose. <laughs> to let loose. <laughs> so, yeah. You know, you get those warning shots, you better pay attention to them. <laughs> so, uh, for that here. But no, thank you to, you know, to Stuart and, and, um, you know, 210 Alliance was fun. Um, I won a, uh, well, it's two six-packs, but two 12-packs uh, two of uh, uh, Ranger Creek's uh, San Antonio Lager, which, uh, cheer, you know, cheering on for the boys Very cool uh, for that here. So, great time. Uh, Rafa, where'd you watch the game at? Uh, I
0: ended up watching it here at home. I was, after being on the road for a couple weeks, I was, I was like... Uh, really? I, I needed a chill. I was this close, actually, also going to the UTSA game, but like, no, I need to, I need to relax. I need to let my body heal a little bit. So I get to, I get, I get to see the heartbreak here at home. So yep,
1: December third, UTSA. Let's fill the dome. But, and
2: yep. that was a that was a good story
0: to start the uh, start the day. <laughs> that, yeah, now that was, was kind of like the good omen thought, like, hey, we're yeah. we gonna.
2: That's kind of what I thought because they've been winning. San Antonio FC has yeah, been, been winning, winning, and and they at last minute. So I was like, "Oh man, oh man," um, and yeah, I mean, we all know how it went. But I mean, birds up. That was that was amazing. Um, I, I saw somebody said that was the best moment in the Alamo Dome since the uh, Memorial Day miracle by um, Sean uh, Sean. Um, God dang it. Elliott. Sean Elliot. Elliot, thank you. God, I just completely blinked on his name. Sean Elliot, thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, which I, that's tough to argue, to be honest. Tough to argue.
0: It was a game of inches with the yeah. with that touchdown catch and then and the and the ebb shot.
1: I still yeah. don't know how that coach didn't go for it on fourth and a fourth and a chain link two inches, you know, yeah. whatever it was. It's because he
2: trusted his defense to stop UTSA. Um, still, they had been you. For- you,
1: you, you go- how you are yep. running the ball. No, for sure. You control it. You put it in you UTA UTSA's offense had shown earlier in the in the half that you know they can go 75 yards in a minute and some right. seconds. So uh,
2: and I'll bring up uh I'll bring up a point to get us back on track. Um I saw a lot of people wondering why Alan Marcina didn't put in Lindley in for Mo after Mo kept getting kicked and was in, obviously injured. Um, during the, uh, during the match on Saturday, um, to which I respond, have you been watching Mo? Have you seen how dominant he's been all season? You go with the guy that got you there and until he literally can't walk, he's staying out there. And he was, he still created, uh, the chances for Epps, um, those really came through the midfield through Mo, um. The goal that was scored, um, that was a cross in from Connor, but let's, yeah, let's go. We can start talking about the beginning of the game, or we can look so at the highlights. These are
1: the highlights about. via YouTube, via um, uh, USL Championship here, uh, as always here. Presented
0: by Hose Western Conference Final, Orange County, San Antonio. We are underway from Irvine, California. It is Orange County in those orange tops. San Antonio in all white.
1: Feningas, able to face up. The underlap. Shot coming on and far able to protect his near post. The best thing about Orange County is it's calculated chaos. There's an unpredictability about them that makes it so difficult to understand where the next. Hell of a goal, you gotta give him a hell of a goal
2: yeah yeah that was i mean one hundred percent a set play um to have their center backs go out, suck in our center back so there's space behind them and their strikers just sitting there waiting for the ball. that was obviously a set piece, and it was it was perfectly perfectly played out. you got to give it to him It was perfectly played out
0: you uh, think there was gonna be a flick, I think he probably was gonna flick that ball to somebody, and I think that was him, but he got it on that he got it really good on that volley,
2: yeah.
1: So I'm assuming Maloney was the closest one to him, so that's probably his guy. And I'm not trying to place blame on Maloney, but just, just because you, you mentioned the forwards got cup here. Here's Tanner that just misses it, and it land, and you can already see him lining up. Then that's why you're saying, hey, this is this is planned here. S-
2: spoiler alert: the guy that's closest to the guy who scores is normally never the guy's fault. Well, well that's the why the person, I'm asking. the person, yeah, the person who's supposed to be marking him. It's either Ford or Mitch, and considering it's on the left side, that's probably Ford's guy right there, or even Jasser. But Ford um, is way
1: back here. Jasser's up here. Jasser. Okay. Next well, that's not on.
2: Ford. Who? Oh, is that that might be Patino? That's with. But I think that's supposed to be Jasser's guy right there. Uh, to be this honest, is Jasser with you. right here. We're Correct. He's right under. so Jasser's occupying space, which is why. So that throw is designed to go right at the um, at the penalty spot. If you look, it's almost landing right. That's exactly where the striker should be. That's a set. That's why that's a set piece. Um, Jasser needs to be in that dude's Kool-Aid or Maloney needs to be in that dude's Kool-Aid. They just gave him too much space. And what they thought was that uh, Mitch is going to win it. And when Mitch wins it, then we need to clear it. Well, the problem is it's designed to go over them to the guy on the spot. And that's exactly what it did. So it was just it was just a well played, well executed set piece by Orange County.
1: And nothing far could do on that. And there's no, no, there's nothing in your no
2: one's reaction time's that good. And then here you go. Here's
0: Jose doing Jose thing.
2: Once again with the cross.
1: Yeah. So this is around the sixty-sixth the uh, minute here. Sixty seventh minute, Or sixty seventh minute. So here's my first question to you guys. Um, Nathan's you know, on, he gets subbed off for Dylan. Was that the right move you think? Cause some feel that Patino should have came off uh, if you're bringing on Dylan, you know, because uh, Nathan's a little bit more of the create, you know, creative.
2: No, no. For two reasons. Number one, what that was supposed to do, and what it did end up doing, is that that's supposed to open up more opportunities for Patino. What Patino? Mm-hmm. So the two center backs for OC are really good center backs. Uh, you have a former U.S. men's national team center back. You have a center back from Scotland who's played many many games over there. Um, just good center backs. So basically. The striker's job for San Antonio and the striker's job for um, Tampa Bay in their upcoming game is just going to be occupying those center backs. That's it. Um, that's a tiring job, running around, knowing you're probably not going to get service, but at the same time, occupying that to give space to the people underneath you. In this case, the people underneath were Nathan and, and Marcus. Um, mm-hmm. And they found a lot of joy underneath the striker. So, you need somebody more physical, not necessarily quick, but somebody who's going to give a physical fight that is going to, um, um, you know, just give space. And that's going to be Dylan all day. The reason that Nathan came off, Nathan hasn't exactly been healthy. Um, I don't know if anyone's been paying attention. He hasn't been running freely for the last few weeks. Uh, he's been getting beat up quite a bit. So, Nathan for Dylan makes sense. And then you, in, in, uh, And what happened was Dylan went up um, and he occupied um, where Patino was getting tired all day. And Patino came back to occupy that space. Um, He just never really, basically the their center backs kind of split and they were occupying both of them that time. But that's how Epps ended up one-on-one with their right back Mm -hmm. and got that header because I mean, right back's not going to be great in the air and, got beat by Epps, and that's that's kind of what you do is you put those two forwards to occupy the two center backs, and then it's going to be the dudes underneath are just going to have their way with midfielders and with um, uh, with their fullbacks and their fullbacks. They really pulled them in a lot to try to help out in that area, um, and that's why Connor was so open on that cross. Um, and we kept going to that a few times. I mean, you can go forward, and we can see if they show the other chance. Well.
1: I'll just comment on why I thought it was the right move is, okay. and this is going to relay to your point here, Rafa, is going through the middle wasn't working this week. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you bring, if you bring in Dylan, you bring in Patino and you kick it out to the sides, when you cross mm-hmm. it in, you got a lot more height. That's the reason why I didn't, that's why I thought it was the right move. And I know Rafa, you know, you're going to, you know, I know that's a point that we were talking about, you know, during the, uh, uh you know pre pre-show here was the the crossing and in, in how that was um you know here you know and how it on how it's owned
2: yeah i mean if you pause it right here you could see the two 25 and is that 13 right there yeah they're, right, uh, those, they're in the those two are the defensive midfielders right there and then right there at the at, at the corner of the box that's their left back look how much room is left there because their left back is occupying, it looks like, is that Nathan right there? Uh, no, keep going, right keep, yeah, keep going, keep going. To the right, to the right, to the right. Keep going, keep going, keep going. Right there, that's Nathan. To the left of Nathan, no, no, that's Maloney. That's Maloney. Yeah, that's Nathan. Yep. That's that's Nathan. Nathan yeah. So to the left of Nathan, that is their, that's their left back. To the left of Nathan, right behind him. Right. There is nobody out there in that entire corner. And that's why that play is that cross is so easy for maloney z has all the time in the world to make that cross and that's what they kept doing is they kept pulling in their fullbacks to help out in the midfield which allowed all the space and all the time in the world for any crosses to happen and that's and when we started and that was effective for us we created a lot of chances at the end of this game it's just a the guys were gassed mm-hmm. um, and b um, the counter-attacks really gassed us oc got some quality counter-attacks. Mm-hmm. I think Kamiri got rid of three of them by himself. Galito had a couple vital tackles or else it would have been a blowout. Um, Ford had we, one.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, Ford had one as well. Uh, but we created a lot of chances um, that way. It's just that's kind of – we kind of fell into the hands of um, Orange County uh, kind of playing this cross game because their center backs are huge. They're big boys. Um Good. Could we have so, done
0: this okay. and like you mentioned about um uh, what's his name? Um, Nathan being you know not at a hundred percent is maybe start Dylan and Patinio up top to match that height and to kind of give him some problems, especially on those crosses and, and like I said, and open up a little more space more space on the wings and maybe pull them and the ability to pull that them out. I think maybe this he could have done that and then bring Nathan in for you know, to for sub in and towards the end to add some speed and maybe some creativity. You know, we could and you know, then that could have been a, a game plan that maybe could have been successful. Just kind of matching up with height and with height because they would have given you, you can see how they're defending. They're really like I said, they're really pulling back a lot of their their center mids in there. And if you can kind of you know kind of mix it up a little bit more in there you know, you're gonna have to make a move decisions as far as okay, do I stay inside or do I go go outside? And if they're gonna leave the outside, great, good because we got tall forwards. They're gonna put that ball in, in the net, and that's what we got. That's how we got Epps got that goal. Correct. Because he got that one v one on the backside. I think maybe that should have could have been a better game plan going in. If we're like, you know what, he's he's not 100. Let's let's just match up with him up top. Here's he's the problem that. with that though.
1: Marcina, Marcina wants you to adjust to them. And he doesn't. He doesn't want to do what Landon Donovan did and adjust to us right from the start. So if San Antonio gets that first goal, it's a different game. It it just is. So and, and you know, I, I don't. Logically, it makes sense, but I think for how San Antonio is built and, and knowing Coach Marcina, he wants to press his style on. He thinks his style will win, and and I'm sure going in they had confidence that in the first half they were going to be able to get that goal to take the lead. And if they get that, then it shuts it down. And instead, you know, OC got the got the goal first and then San Antonio had to chase, you know, in the second half.
2: There are two big reasons. Well, let's go with three reasons why. Um, where, where am I going with this? There's two reasons why Marcina would never do that. And number one is... You go with what got you here. Um, yeah. The uh, what do they call it? The three, three, four that we've been playing. Um, that's what yeah. got us here.
0: Yeah.
2: The whole goal uh, for this team has been to punch the other team in the face with the first goal and ride it out and score another and score another if you need to. That's what they've done and that's what they could have done here against Orange County. Um, Orange County did really well to counteract that by having their two, their two, like I said. They had a back four they didn't really have a back four they had more of two center backs, two full backs in front of them and then two midfielders so they almost had a two four two no a two four good God it was supposed to be a four four two but they more had a two four four um
0: two. basically it was a four five one yeah. When they were yeah
2: pretty much it it was two in the back and then five in the middle basically and then would that be one or two up top um that's basically what they went with. And then they had a 1-1 one, one up top. So, God, do the math on that. That's four, so they would need six. So, yeah. So, I guess a 2-6-1-1 one, one is kind of what they were rolling with. Well, they were um, playing
0: three, three in the middle. And then they well, just squeezed the, in their outside. Yeah.
2: yeah inside. That's true. Yeah, they had the other guy come back. Yeah. So, yeah, pretty much they had a 3-5-1-1. One, one. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, and it really – it was really good. They play, They played everything really well. Um, with that formation, what they did was they really negated PC, um, and they really negated Maloney on the wings. And because those are really our only two players giving width, um, then everything in the middle, uh, what Marcina could have possibly, um, considered would have been going to the four, four, two that we saw earlier in the season. And that may have helped counteract some stuff, um, but it's not the most attacking formation and OC is not an attacking team. So that just kind of would have been more of a a stalemate. And I don't think that would have produced a lot, especially if SAFC is trying to get that first goal. Um, It's just OC really played. uh, They were really conservative in this game and they really played to defend first and they really try to, um, um, Capitalize on set pieces and that's exactly what they did. They got that goal and I mean they, they made it count. Um if if we, they went
0: to that 4-4-2, like you mentioned. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: What they could have done is those two forwards up top play kind of together and play to the outside the ball outside, and that would have pulled their two central defenders with them, and that would have left the middle open to send across back to up to Ebbs or to or to Moe or to or to Gallegos, and that they yeah. would have had space for shots from outside. I think I think you know our Fords have to know how to run without the bond to you know create some open lanes. And I think we didn't we didn't do a good job on that on this game. The last two games, is we did.
2: This, yeah. this,
0: we, we just didn't do it.
2: Yeah, so, and I and I, I really do think it had a lot to do with how many numbers OC had mm-hmm. in the middle. I think it was tough for the Fords to make those runs when you're surrounded by three or four guys,
1: but the ball wasn't getting to the Ford. So that's the, that, yeah. to me, that was the other issue is they right. weren't given the opportunity to make the runs because Jose, um, Abu Epps, if they went towards the middle, you know, they're, I don't i lost count of how many times jose had three or four players circled around
2: him correct I also lost count of times how many times mo and Jose were absolutely mm-hmm. murdered in the middle and nothing, and was, nothing called. was called so yeah, so there's that too and that would have been a lot of set piece opportunities that we could have capitalized on which I mean you play the ref Elvis is well known for he let
1: he let him play in
2: letting the, well that's the thing about Elvis he lets him play until he doesn't and he decides <laughs> randomly when he wants to start wants calling to stuff. It, yeah. That's very well known for doing that. Um, and that's for I, all I, teams. That's everywhere I, for all I, of I his was, games.
1: I was chatting with the uh, you know you know privately with with one of the uh, you know guys from from the OC show, mm-hmm. and you know I said it, San Antonio didn't lose the game because of the referee, but the referee didn't
2: win it because of the referee.
1: Well. How San Antonio plays, they commit a lot of fouls, but they mm-hmm. also get a lot of fouls called for they them, get, which is yeah. which is how they also they get fouled create, a lot. Yeah. Which is how they create a lot of opportunities. Mm-hmm. Right or wrong, you know, Elton a- allowed them to to play on. Um especially, you know, with, you know Jose and, and and Abu in the midfield, they, they just got ate up and right. he just he didn't call it and
2: I mean, for- the the first uh, even even uh Sorry, I'm pretty sure it was Mike Watts that was on the call. Um, even he said... No, it uh, when Devin Kerr. It was Devin, that's right. Sorry, yeah. it was Devin, not Mike. Mike is more... Yeah, it was definitely Devin. Um, even Devin said uh, when Abu got fouled in like the 15th minute, um, he took a dude's studs to the hip, like to the pelvis. Mm-hmm. Studs to the pelvis, like... That's a red card almost any other time. It was apparently barely a yellow uh for Elton here. But I hearted.
1: mean, it was oh no, he did get a card.
2: He he got it, it was an early yellow card. Um, that's I mean, that's not really a borderline red. That's a red dude. It was, was studs up to the hip. Yeah. Studs up to the hip. Yes, that changes the game, but at the same time, it changed the game for Mo because Mo was hurt. He <laughs> yeah. was obviously hurt this entire game and I'm pretty confident it's because he freaking got cleated to the hip. Like, but at the same time, it's a playoff game. And I mean, you're not really the calls that would be normally made during the regular season aren't going to get called um, in the playoffs. So, I mean, good on them for knowing who to go after to kind of shut down some of our creativity. But at the same time, there's your uh, there's your dirty play there, Lane and Donovan. So. <laughs>
1: all right so moving on to looks like the 82nd minute here really matriculated to the senior level didn't get a lot of opportunities and
2: the regular repetitions finally see, coming and that's that's where shot, dylan is so important yeah. yeah it was nearly his shot that's where dylan is so important you see him hold it up and you look for the pass that's exactly so what what i thought should have happened if you want to pause it real quick what I thought should have happened uh, whenever Dylan came in, and for the last ten minutes, I thought that Patino should have been taken out because he was obviously tired. The big connection that we had for a few games was Dylan to Ollie. I would have liked to seen Ollie, but the the problem with bringing Ollie in, he's a very exciting player. Uh, the issue is that he would have he would have definitely been given an, a defensive assignment. He has not exactly been the most trustworthy player with defensive assignments. Um, he's not gotten on our,
0: especially on counter attacks.
2: Yeah, but here's so, where I'm going
0: to counter counter with
1: you here a little bit. Yep, OC isn't an attacking team, so if but you, they if did have
2: plenty of counter attacks. So.
1: Right, but I think our defense could, you know, yeah. <laughs> it almost seemed like that they were—I don't want to say that they were playing for um, PKs, but especially you know, it, you know, in the extra time, right? It—you got that feel, just you know, just you could tell they were worn out, and, and it went for yeah. both sides, it, you know. Uh, oh, for both, sure, both sides were worn out, and and, and it's me, that it's, and, and, and and that was definitely one of my talking points as the subs.
2: Yeah, and definitely with the high press. Um, like I say, if plays with um you're going to get tired faster and oc really played they sat back a lot so they weren't as tired so i mean that did kind of fall into their hands as far as the fatigue factor um but oc but was th-
1: subbing though that's 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 the thing so oc made two subs in the 74th minute they brought on seth clipsy and uh thomas uh, Tomos, uh Olsen, both attacking players yeah, uh, Ben Mines, who was very pivotal down the stretch uh, yep. for Cabillo attacking, uh, Sean O'Coley came in in the 90th minute attacking. So they brought in four attacking players mm-hmm. where we subbed. You know, you could say like for like, Nathan for Justin. You know, both attack minded. That's that's to me where the issue was, and and you could tell after they made the subs the game started to tilt a little bit more their direction as opposed to prior, you know, between the goal and between those subs, San Antonio looked like that they were getting, you know, getting that second goal.
2: Yeah, um, and at the same time, I think a big factor in that was Gleedle coming on for PC. That That's an attacking um, sub, but obviously. that was, it was due because to injuries. Oh, I know. It was because PC was hurt, for sure. I'm just saying that Gleedle has the speed, uh, to really worry OC in that they sat back on that right side, our left side, um, because of that. Um, and when Sam kind of was attacking there on that left side, their right back had to stay back. So that left kind of their left side a little bit open, our right side. And so that's kind of where we went a lot uh, for our attacks was that right side, because they almost, they kind of shifted their formation a little bit. To cover for Gleadle being uh, for his speed and his pace on that left side, um, which right. kind of worked in our favor because I mean, if you notice on that pass, that pass goes to Dylan on the right side and comes into Epps, and he just put it off the post. That that is an inch the other way, and that's in. That's off the post and in. That's yeah, just. So oh, here, here
1: is the play of the play of the day for for me. Yeah.
2: This one. Oh my goodness. The Still not and that's ridiculous. And Maloney needs to head it out right there for a corner. He did not need Still to put that back in. Completely cleared.
0: It's Kiernan out of play, and that will end extra time for the second straight week. Orange County going to penalty kicks.
2: And unfortunately, uh, yeah.
0: And Dylan misses.
1: Orange County on the precipice.
2: God it sucks.
0: could have do done the palinka on him.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean he went down early.
0: And Orange County Western Conference. Jordan was just inches from that
2: one. Yeah. And that's the thing that they showed was that um Far was he was real hesitant. Um, that's the thing you can coach out is to be more decisive and to go out there. Um, he just needed to be a little more decisive in the PK. And I mean, the PK is already, it's completely slanted toward the striker as is. But, ah, oh, man, that's just, man, well done, OC. Well done to their fans. Yeah, um, you got
1: to tip the enjoy hat it. Is, is... But
2: it doesn't make it feel any better on our side. Um, but like I said, the the one feeling I the one word I have for the season, the one word I have now, proud. That was great. The two playoff matches at home, nothing nothing matches that for this entire franchise's history. That was they're great. So and that's uh two seasons in a row in the playoffs, and we keep getting better. That's exciting.
0: It's just I think it's we set the bar up for next year. Yeah.
2: That's it. That's it. That's, that's not a bad thing. That's a great thing.
0: Well, before we move on to next year, um,
1: mm-hmm. what was your, and we'll start with you, Rafa, here. Um, what was your best moment of the year?
0: I think when we changed our defense, I think that was the best moment when we brought in Ford and Tanner. I think that changed the season for us and it made things, I think made our team a lot better. And and you can tell that we're, we just took it to another level with those guys. I think the defense we had before, it was just not cutting it. And, and that was, that was, to me, that was our turning point. That was what made my, like I said, the season for me is bringing in those two guys in and, and, Look at look, look at what we were able to do on this run.
1: Royce, what was your uh, moment of the year?
2: Um, I have three moments of the year. Moment of the year one, um, the uh, seven games in 21 days and how successful that was, 16 points hmm. out of the possible 21 points. That was the season right there. Um, and I remember leading up to that during the COVID pause, just reiterating this is it this is the season this is what's going to make them or break them right here they need to put up or shut up um they got to win and they did a lot and often and convincingly and they bonded as a team during that and that was awesome um number two i'm gonna go with um dylan's uh, last minute goal against el paso at home to win it um that was amazing um Man, that, that was such a good moment. Um the shirt ripping off, the whole celebration was great. Uh let me go with 4. Um I'm going to go with uh the third one is definitely the um the greatest South Texas Derby match ever. Um it had the most riding on it. The crowd was super into it. It was just a great time all around. It was it was awesome. Like there's no everything about that match was awesome. It was great. Very memorable. I'll I'll never forget that uh, for the rest of my life. It was amazing. And then the fourth one was the first game. I believe it was in October when we finally had a a completely empty injury sheet. That was the first one all season that we did not have anybody injured. And I think it was in October, which is just nuts, which just goes to show you how much this team went through this season with injuries, with you know, players is players going off on loan for reasons, um, bringing in other players and still having that. And one of the things I really liked, um, some of the quotes that I saw, um, I saw the quotes from uh, Courtney, saw the quotes from Mitch, I saw the quotes from Mo, um, and also Jordan. Jordan was came in the latest out of all of them, just saying that this team brought me in. And it was automatically family the second I got here, which goes to tell me goes to tell me that the culture that this team is built and the leadership in this team is second to none. Um, And I mean, the captains, uh, that would be PC. That would be uh, Connor Maloney. Um, I know we're going to get to it soon, but you've got to bring those guys back on multi-year deals. That is your culture right there. You have built it. Those guys have built it. They believe in it you bring them back come on
0: we didn't have the drama from the previous coach
2: no no you didn't have the drama the locker room drama that we had well yes but like
0: confrontation you know but you know
2: I'll, i'll i'll say that there there was rumored rumored drama in the locker room now i cannot substantiate this this is just some rumors that i've heard that there was drama in the locker room And that wasn't a factor anymore at the end of the season. Let's just put it that way. Um, So where the previous administration um, tried to deal with that, this administration did not. (laughs) If you look into that how I want you to, that's how I want you to. If you don't get it, DM me later and I'll I'll, uh, I'll explain it.
1: so my moments i got to them one's the rgb match yeah. um yeah it just that was the first match where and i don't mean this in a slight way to the san antonio fans and, and the supporters but it was the first match that seemed like it was pre covid you know where the stadium was full and actually full not you know not tickets sold and people not that's that's not such a good point here but actually, people in the stands. The crowd was buzzing. You know, I don't do the wave, but I did the wave that night just because it was electric. And then the you know the cameras on the phone. It was right, just made special. Me do the wave. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was it was a special night. And and like I said here, it was against you know RGV, you know our, our rivals. Um, it was good. There. Now on the flip side, uh, I'm also going to give one here to where. The reason why OC hosted this game, and I'm going to correlate it back to OC, is OC plays a lot like Austin. You know, very yeah. defensive, very very, good point. very through there. And you look at our record against Austin this year, that's why we're not hosting – that's why we didn't host this game.
2: That's very true.
1: It is because when of that. One so, and two? Uh, one, two, and one? One. one uh, one we won one lost two, two and
2: tied, tied one. one yeah that's what i thought one two and one we tied
1: we tied yep. the october 23rd one zero zero mm-hmm. we, we, we lost
2: the fourth of july game which is what on the third of july right we, lost we, won, we won the one on home. my birthday at in austin that was july 31st we won that one right. what was that the three nothing we want four hashtag we went for yeah
1: we win one of those home games against yep. austin OC comes here now. I don't know yep. if it's a different game because I think OC travels very well with that defense, just like Austin yep. does. Yeah. And, you know, but to me, those were the two key moments kind of looking back here, just, you know, quick thing here is Austin, you know, had our number, you, you know, just the stats showed it as we struggled yep. against Austin. OC played very much at the end of the year, very much like Austin. And I yep. didn't catch that. Um, That's You know, I knew they were defensive. But I didn't realize how defensive they were and how yeah. they played it. And, and they literally play
2: with—they literally play with eight defenders. Yes, and, yeah. and well, we nine if you include the goaltender.
1: Through. Yeah, yeah. it's—and I wouldn't say they parked the bus because that's their style, and no. yet they were able to counter. But yeah. to me, those are the two points on there. The other—you know—the other, if I'm going to do a third one, would be the win at Colorado Springs for the first time in franchise history. Oh, um, at, the new stadium, at the new stadium there. Um, and like I said, what a redemption that was. And having made the trip two or three times to the switchbacks, and, and unfortunately the year I don't go, they, um, <laughs> they pull it out. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Gee,
2: gee, I wonder what the <laughs> common factor in all those is. Harry, I think you need to stay home, my guy. <laughs> but well, –
1: get... ta- go ahead. No, I was going to say oh, – go ahead, go ahead. But we talk about game benches. And you know you can you can go through and you know positive and negatively, and find hey one you know you know the, the tie in Vegas you know the Austin matches, the, the Pittsburgh the game
2: this, uh, the, the tie the season, in Vegas
0: oh. the, the Pittsburgh game we had that one
1: the you know it's 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 that close on being able to being able to being able to host but I'll this, I'll,
2: I'll I'll bring one up I'll bring one up that is still. A craw on my side. El Paso. Rescinded red card.
1: All right.
2: That. Rescinded red card. And um, that would have been Camiri's red card that had a penalty that tied the game. That's as close as we were from hosting. Yep, so. A bad call from an official.
1: So, early games matter. Yeah. Close games matter. Um, along those lines, here. So, you know, like I said, overall, you know, you have to give this season an A plus. You know, just, oh.
2: just plus 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 ninety
1: nine. You know, and, and you know just how this team came came in. Now here's the problem. <laughs> so we're just going to oh, go no. by posi- we're just going to go by positions and we, we oh, you no. know if you want to delve into it or not delve into it through here so as the roster stands right now goalkeepers jordan far he's on emergency loan technically he's, part of he's ND going 11. back to
2: nd 11 yep
1: cardone was hurt you, you know you gotta you know wonder if he's coming back and you know, he's we'll kind of at that age where it's not only injuries but is he ready to take the next Sorry. step in life I uh, 100. Yeah, uh,
2: yeah, yeah. I mean, that's gonna be the big thing. Uh, we'll see how bad uh, Cardoni's injury is. Uh, the goalkeeping, goalkeeping in USL, there. I mean, there's some top goalkeepers for sure that are gonna be free agents. So I mean, that the the market is there. Uh, at the same time, we'll see if Cardoni can can come back healthy. Uh, that's gonna be uh, a huge question mark for this off season. Is
0: or do we uh, move on from Cardoni?
2: Or do we move on? That's and
0: Rafa,
1: you know, me, you know, and, and Royce, if we want to chime in. From my understanding, our goalkeeper coach was at one. La uh, Madrid, La Madrid. He's one of the top goalkeeper coaches. I don't want to. I'll say in the United States, at least in USL, I know for sure. Yep. So that has to be a, a good pulling thing. I know Zach Lubin's out. You know, uh, out out at Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Um, along those lines. So, goalkeeper, not too worried about. Forwards, I'm going to switch because the last one I'll come to is the center backs because I think okay. that's going to be the biggest one. Forwards, oh, Nathan okay. Lone um, with uh, Cordita FC, who uh, got promoted to the first division in Brazil. Mm-hmm. Uh, Patinho and Dylan. Uh, for that, here, any comments on those three?
0: I, I think Patino comes back. Uh, I th- I think if had he stayed healthy the whole year, he'd probably be going M L back to MLS. I think if he he does a if he has a good year next year, he'll go back. He'll be in M L S. But I think I think we'll get him back. Dylan, it's a quick. Remember he was out early too. Like I said, yep. He was, he's, yep. He's a question. He's a question mark. Um. Nathan, to me, that's your U S L rookie of the year. Yeah. And now the team in Brazil, moving up to the Sierra, you know, I know Harry, me and Harry discusses, they have nine forwards on their roster. Mm-hmm. So I would, think, I, see that. I would think that he would, st- he would st- I think SAFC would be aggressive to keep him here for one more season. Eventually, like I said, that team's going to, he would probably, you know, want to go back and play in that Sierra. But I think he's not going to get the playing time. When you have nine forwards ahead of you, you're going to get the playing time. So I, th- I I can see Patino and, and Nathan coming back. Dylan will be the question mark for our forwards.
1: So are you, any comments for you?
2: Um, I could see Patino coming back. Um, I did see his Instagram post where he kind of thanked everybody, and he said he, um, he kind of rediscovered his career. He rediscovered his passion for soccer um which is exciting because i mean he has all the talent in the damn world mm-hmm. um and even in the airport whenever i met up with him i was like dude you're such a damn inspiration just you going through it this season being out three months with a stress fracture that it, it's so frustrating but to see him come back and to see him be successful and um i mean he scored a goal in each of the playoff games didn't he thinking about mm-hmm. it yeah so
1: except for the I last mean, one
2: yeah obviously shut up harry um
1: i'm just saying you
0: said I know I know, I know
2: I know i know, it I, is know I know, know. he. Well, honestly so so <laughs> peek behind the curtain whenever i took that stupid ass um i lit a candle for the team uh when they were going to pk's and i put up the patino poster and i lit the candle in front of it i was like i just cursed patino dude what am i doing <laughs> 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 and i was like i closed my eyes watching that game whenever he was gonna take his pk i was like oh god please make it please make it and he freaking netted that thing i was like oh thank god <laughs> um
0: so his his is almost got stopped because it did the
2: goalie did yeah. touch it. Did no touch he it. he went the right way but he hit it with enough pace to to make yeah. sure um but yeah man um i hope Patino comes back to, i mean a uh, hat trick in his first game, a goal in the second game, and then he bookended it at the very end of the season with two out of two goals in three games. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, man, um, yeah. If if he's up for it, you bring that dude back in a heartbeat. And same thing with Nathan. Nathan, like you said, he is a contender for rookie of the season for sure. Um, so that's that's also exciting.
1: Midfield, uh, Shannon Hopano on loan from the Sounders. Uh, Emil Cuello, we loaned out to Sac Republic to get Mitch Tainer. Ethan Bryant was loaned out to Richmond. Leo Torres was loaned out to Real Monarchs uh, towards the end of the season. Uh, Chris uh, Lima, uh, Cam Lindley, Ollie Wright, and I think Ollie's post made it seem like he's coming back. Uh, Jose Gallegos, uh, which according to, was it transfer marked? Uh, mm-hmm. is under contract still for next year uh eps and abu so uh, we'll start with you uh, royce uh, your thoughts
2: oh good um, god oh man i'm just gonna be opinionated um that's
1: why we got a podcast
2: <laughs> i know i know dude you got to bring back pc you got to bring back mo um that's your heartbeat right there both of those guys and those dudes will i you know those dudes are run through a brick wall worthy um you got to bring back Epps. Epps has one of the the best stat lines in all of USL. He was absolutely incredible this season. Um, I remember some idiot on this show said that he's probably going to be the left back or the left wing back. Uh, no, dude.
1: <laughs> I think that was me, right? It,
2: that was me. I said that. Um, but.
1: Well to be fair at the time we didn't have one. <laughs> yeah, no, that's correct. And then, I was, and then like and then yeah, and then I was like, Oh wait,
2: PC's the left back. What are we doing? And then yeah, that and then we uh glee, okay. came. Um at the same rate. Um uh, let's see, let me let me go with my thoughts. So Epps Mo PC must bring back Jose. He may be going somewhere in the winter window. Uh we'll see. Um obviously there's plenty he of interest. Has to be, right. He has to. I mean, you, you'd think so. Hold on real quick. Sorry about that. I got a little nose thing going on here. Nipples. I think the weather's changing. Um, let's see, uh, who else is in the midfield? Like I said, Jose, we'll see. Um, Ethan had a dominant season in Richmond. Um, I even had a bunch of Richmond kickers fans reach out to me and just say, Hey, uh, yeah, we want to sign this dude permanently. The, this guy changed our whole season around, um, which does not surprise me. I even I told him whenever he was uh, going over there, heading so. over there, I was like, "You guys are getting an Nate. That's just he's he's great, uh, and he's going to be really good for y'all." And then, yeah, a few weeks later, it was like, "Yeah, we need to sign him permanently. This guy's great." So we'll see, man. We'll see what happens with Ethan uh, whether he comes back. Um,
1: Leo, I think signs it elsewhere. Well gets sold. I also, think because he's under I contract th- as
2: well. Here's my theory. I think Jose gets transferred. I think he goes to whatever European team he decides to. And I think Leo comes in and replaces Jose. Um, as that attacker, as that dynamic attacker on the right side, and you have Epps on the left side. I think that's what's going to happen, and then you'll have your striker in the middle. Obviously, Rafa disagrees with me, but it's my opinion. Um, <laughs> let's see. You're uh, wrong. I can. Tell,
1: I can. <laughs> I can tell you, you're wrong. Uh, I, I've, uh, I, Real from my understanding, Real Salt Sol- 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 Lake likes him. Okay. So you now, whether likes him enough to where him, them and San Antonio can reach a deal, that's a different
0: discussion. Correct, correct. Yeah. Well, here's the thing: I think with him, you know, he did have the, those two goals with him. Yeah, I think it, I think it opened the door for him to go to stay over there. And now that Real Monarchs are no longer going to be with the USL, it makes sense to Leo to stay since they're going to be. He's going to be in that MLS, that the the MLS, oh, the league. MLS
2: third yeah. division. Yeah, yeah.
0: Because it's a stepping stone for him to get into that first team, so I think more than likely he's in. He's going to end up getting sold, but to, it's a sold. The...
1: That's the thing, though, is that because technically, if he goes to the Real Monarchs at the MLS three or whatever, whatever division that they're going to call it, that would be a step down. Where you know, I think he's trying to look at possibly getting more minutes to be able to be able to mm-hmm. go correct. further up. So correct it would have to be the real Salt Lake that, that does the purchase and then maybe starts them out down there and, and then, you know, does the yo-yo on the, on the
2: lineup. Hockey calls it a two-way contract. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, But we'll see. I think Um, think
0: that's what happens with him, but uh, I don't, I don't see see
1: Shannon coming back. uh, I don't see Shannon coming back either. He,
2: he didn't get a lot of playing time, um, especially toward the end. Um, uh when he was,
1: Lindley to me are the big question
2: marks. yeah that's those are the two big question marks and in my opinion I would love to have Lindley is almost a must bring back he was another metronome in the midfield and he really commanded stuff and he is he is captain material for sure um, if you want to continue this culture Lindley is another guy you need to bring back especially for the future Um as far as Lima goes I would love to have lima back. I don't see him coming back because he just didn't get a lot of minutes. Um, and he was vital this season, especially when PC was out. Um, he was huge, um, for sure. But I just don't see him coming back since he, I mean, he didn't get a lot of minutes. And, um, if they bring back everybody that we're hoping they bring back, I don't see a lot of minutes for him next season either. Um, which sucks, but at the same time, I mean, it's a business, so it would be great to have him back, but I don't think he comes back, and that's just because there's, um, just because of minutes, just because his, his he, he deserves to uh, elongate his career as long as it as long as he can get it, and he needs to find minutes for that.
1: Fullbacks, uh, Gleedle, Maloney, PC. I know most everybody's Maloney, PC. Uh, hoping, praying, putting out candles to come back. Um, Gleedle to me is kind of a question mark because he was a late signing coming in. Right, Um, I would love to have him back. I I thought he was absolutely, um, but I thought it was going to be Galito Maloney, um, but it ended up being PC and Maloney. So if he's wanting to start, and it's going to be PC and Maloney next year as well, Um, especially if you're bringing back Abu, because that would be uh, the other spot for PC um, for that here. But uh, your thoughts on on the wing back fullbacks depending on the formation?
0: I I think for me, I like to bring Galito back. I think he's a good utility to have in case PC goes down or or Maloney. Well, remember Maloney was down, mm-hmm. so he brought in vital minutes and you know play and great play playing in that spot. And I know I know he wants to play, and I think he does deserve a little bit more playing time. But I think he's 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 a one thing is he's got a good character, and that's what you want in in the in the locker room. I think he's a good locker room guy to have, and then and also leadership too. You know, I think he could be a leader, like a captain as well. So I think Lito's a must. Uh, PC's a must as well. Maloney, I, I think you can bring him, you know, because you can bring him back in. So I, I would like to see them bring maybe another, like a, another winger to the kind of, kind of solidify a little bit, just in case, add at, at a little depth there, just in case, you know, if Mo goes down or. Or, or PC, or you know that, that you know because we were at times when we played games we, we had players out of position, and that killed us, especially getting some points in certain games. So as I said I, I think those three are very important to bring back, especially you're if you're building that culture in the locker room, those are the three guys you want on there. Center back.
2: Well, hold on, hold on. As far as um, as uh, as fullbacks go um yeah it'd be great to bring those three back uh pc maloney and Gleadle, and where Gleadle and maloney are are just completely invaluable um is that they can play right and they can play left back Mm -hmm. they can both invert that's huge and pc what pc does is that he'll start on the left and he'll come and he'll help out in the midfield when they need it so that's why pc is also vital um yeah you bring those three back um every day of the week as far as I'm concerned
1: center back. And the reason why I save this uh, is because technically speaking, we could see an entirely new back line out of six Mitchell Tainer's on loan with Sac Republic. So we don't know what his contract status is. If he signed a multi-year contract with them or if it was just a one year, um, if it's a one year, I like our odds a lot better. Um, if it's multi-year, you know, you know, you put the ball in Sac Republic's hand.
2: I'm talking uh, about, you're talking about Tainer's Tainer's, Tainer's contract. It, mm-hmm. uh, I'm pretty confident. I'll look up again, but I looked it up earlier. I'm pretty sure it expires at the end of this month, like everybody else's.
1: Okay. Uh, Joaquin Varela uh, on loan. I forgot to look up his team. Uh, Courtney Ford from the rap or not from his team, but San Martín D. Uh, tugman uh, I was gonna say
2: it's the Tuch, uh yeah, you I, got I'm me. Sure.
1: Right. I forgot which league <laughs> it was in. Um, Courtney Ford from the Rapids. I know the Rapids have the option of bringing him back, and I know he's a, a fan favorite up there. Um, also, and, and this also applies to Jasser Kamiri as well, on loan from Vancouver Whitecaps with uh, Charlotte um, coming into the league. Uh, for that, there there may be opportunities uh, via the expansion draft or other areas where. Uh, they may get selected, um, you know, if their options picked up or free agents along those lines. Uh, Matthew DePlain or Matteo DePlain, and then actual Schulberg are, are the two center backs that we have that um, are not uh, loanees on there. So we have a great back line that could magically be gone, and and you know and that's the problem. You know, it's a it's a great thing with loans, but it's also the problem come into the year. So. We'll start with you, Rafa, and that way, Royce, you can get your your thoughts in line on your preferences. Um, your thoughts on the, on the six and, and, and you know on, on the six center backs and, and the options that San Antonio may or may not have.
0: If, if it's true what Royce said about Tanner being his contracts up, you go after you sign you sign him. I think I think he I think he realized he's better off here than in, than Sacramento. I, I think he enjoyed playing a lot better here. You can see he had a a good. Pep and his play being down here, I think he understands it's about a lot better culture. Plus, he won't have his teammates tackling him. <laughs> going after his yeah, angels. he won't have his teammates <laughs>
2: cleaning him and everything. Good <laughs> God, I forgot about Jeet G- Foster your from uh, teammate. Mano, how, Yeah, how are you going to take yeah. a chunk out of your team? Good. Yeah, you, know, you don't
0: forget. You're not going to forget that. So, no. I, I think I think you build around Tanner, um, Varela. I think I think you bring him back cuz I think we're on I think that team's a second division team, you know, second division
2: yeah. in the Argentinian league. Yeah, for...
0: and I think I think I think you can pull you can pull some strings on that and I think you can bring him back or you can even per- maybe even, even purchase his contract, you know, and and make it a permanent cuz he 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 did come in at vital times to help our defense, especially that Colorado game play with that separated shoulder. Yeah. I mean, that just shows how tough he is and I think he can hang there being a good Backup for 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 that triangle, um, Ford basically solidified his contract with Colorado or yeah. with another with maybe even with Charlotte. So I, I think he did he did what he had to do. He or it. or
2: or might I say Austin? No, they oh. had a per, no. They had a pretty high profile center back retire. So yes, no. I would hate to see that. But I'm I'm just saying <laughs> I'm just throwing it out there as a possibility. Courtney, please don't. Please don't. Hey, go leave. to
0: Charlotte. It's a lot better there. <laughs> well, I wouldn't go that far. I mean, I wouldn't even go that far.
2: I mean, have you seen or the trouble? they Their players have not been paid.
1: <laughs> well, that's the Independence. So
2: that's still. I mean, same, same city. I'm going to well, say the same got,
1: thing. Well, you got well to compound that, you got uh, MLS Charlotte that's playing in an NFL stadium that's doing PLS what, right PLS uh, rights. Uh, you got the Independence in USL that's. Uh, got a questionable owner. Doesn't pay. Doesn't um, pay salaries. Yep. Doesn't pay salaries. Created a supporters group uh, and yep. few few uh, social media accounts. Um, and then in Nisa, Stumptown FC is owned by the league, which is supposed to be an open league. So yeah, right. Charlotte dumpster fire.
2: Yeah, <laughs> just collectively. Oh, and also uh, Charlotte was it Charlotte City FC? Is that what they stupidly call themselves the uh, MLS team? Uh,
1: Charlotte MLS.
2: Whatever, yeah, sure. Um They also have the most expensive tickets by far in the league. Not even close. So not even close. Uh, I think it's I think it's double the nearest. So yeah, stupid. That is um, like a it <laughs> Or or come here. I mean, that's that,
1: Charlotte's going to be a disaster. It's, what I
2: will it's a, say, right? What I will say. I mean, honestly, Courtney, go whoever go wherever pays you the most. But exactly. if you if you have it in your heart to come back. Love to have you, man. Um, but what I will say about um, Courtney in Colorado is Colorado was actually the best team in the Western Conference um, this season. So they're probably going to try to bring back as much as possible their whole squad. We'll see. We'll That's see. Not
1: the San Antonio way, though. Uh, I don't see any way Deplane or Axel comes back. I just, I, I
2: don't uh, see, I, I see uh, Axel just had a kid. Um, he's not thinking about it. He's like, okay, cool. You know, we'll figure it out later. He's got a family to take care of and for sure. So we'll see. It would be great to have Axel back. He was awesome in the mid, um, in the middle of the back three, when we had him. Um, I'm gl- honestly, I'm glad he got some time with his family. Um, Machu, i don't see match coming back either i know it was rumored that a uh, a french second league was very interested in signing him and i think they were just waiting for the winter transfer window to pick him up so I, i'm pretty sure he's going back to france
0: and then doyle probably go somewhere else doyle yeah. was already uh transferred yeah.
2: yeah 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 for sure
0: so that's
1: where we at his historically let, San Antonio,
2: let me oh good let me i'm sorry let me finish up real quick um A point that we made about Varela um, is, um, you know, he's Argentinian too, and you could probably definitely put in a a transfer bid for him. And at the same time, put the transfer bid in for Nathan. Uh, Whoever our our scouting um, connection is in South America, killing it. Absolutely killing it. Um, And yeah, Varela was a damn warrior in that Colorado game when he separated his shoulder and he still came back in. Like that was, that'll earn you a multi-year contract right there just, just to gut it out like that. And then, like you said, Nathan is easily a contender for uh, rookie of the rookie of the year. You, that's a no-brainer if you can bring him back. Bring him back, especially if the team now has nine forwards. Put in a, a, a modest um, modest bid to purchase his contract.
1: Historically, San Antonio does not bring back a lot of players, though. So that's the. That that's that's the issue. <laughs> that's <laughs> the that, elephant in the room. I hate to say it is is San Antonio signs a lot of one year contracts. Um, right or wrong, that's that's their style. Um, it would I, shock me if next year we're like we have a brand new team and you know just.
2: Well, let's think real quick. On who the returning players for from last season? Returning players for this season that we had last season, obviously PC, Connor, uh, Cardoni. Do that we goes. have anybody? Uh, obviously Jose. Yeah, obviously Leo. Obviously, but um, part of though, as
1: well. Both of the goalkeepers came back.
2: Yeah, yeah. So, but you did have a fairly decent core of players that came back which is kind of the first time in SAFC history where you kind of had a core come back.
1: I'm going to push back on core.
2: Okay. Okay. Okay.
1: Cause Leo came back. Jose yep. came, you know, so you had, you know, so you had PC and Maloney. Yep. And you had Jose. Yep. Those were the three starters. Okay. Right. Yeah. And, you know, taking out the goalkeeper side here because yeah. I think as long as Cardone You could say
2: Cardoni, you could say four starters. You could say four starters.
1: Right. But
2: I, I just And to be fair, Pirano would have come back if that if his a, if a contract wouldn't would have worked out. He was going to Europe no matter what. Everybody knows that. It just didn't work out in our favor when he went, but at the same time if that move wasn't up for grabs, they would have brought Pirano back. So that would have been five guys uh, that would have been here as the core. Um, So this is something
1: that we'll ask later. Yep. Do you think San Antonio tried to go back and get, uh, get Pirano because he has not played um, at
2: least in the, I think he, I think he's with the U23 team. I think that's where he's been playing, but, the Portuguese U23 league uh, just got underway like a couple months ago, and I have not seen any sort of scores for the. I don't know where you find the scores, and I don't read Portuguese, so that really doesn't help.
1: No, I, well, I don't get the U23s, but yeah, I, just, <laughs> I, uh, I follow him on Twitter, and yeah, I haven't seen his name pop up. So,
2: so do I. I check every match roster to see if he made the 18. And well, they doesn't. have. I think they have like 21 <laughs> or something, but he hasn't yet for them. Yeah. But at the same time, uh, their team. Um, it's competitive, was so. it Paco De Fiera? Yeah, they were second last season in the league, and at the same rate, right, they have a lot of veterans, a lot of veterans. On and that team. they
1: beat so. Tottenham in the uh, yeah,
2: yeah, one nothing Europa, Europa League, yeah,
1: league. conference, right? It wasn't the league, it was the conference, right? It was the one below that, Not the Europa League.
2: It's a Europa League, it was just, it was the
0: haven't made the change yet, I think. Yeah, oh,
1: just okay.
2: yet. eventually, they right. Won. Right, they're so. I am kind of doing the. There is two
0: Europas
1: this year, so right thing. But yeah, so
2: right. Well, I mean, it's the conference, so I think the conference is before you get to the Europa League. So it's like the, it's like the Champions League qualifiers, basically.
0: Yeah. So,
2: but it's the Europa League qualifiers to get there.
0: I, th- I think that's probably be the opportune time to go after him if you do lose Jose. I think so. I think I think if he's not really getting the playing time, I think if you send somebody over there and just kind of reason with him and say, hey, you know. If you're not. You don't feel like you're getting your playing time and this and that. Just come back here, get your playing time, and, and then hopefully maybe that'll yeah. convince them. Hey, you know we do need to play him a lot more. We're going see if you can bring him back on a loan. That's right. Yeah, that's what they yeah. need to do as far as that's the possibility as far as getting a loan for him. That I think that's. I think people should be, you know, a priority to try to bring him back. You know, because imagine if you're having him with Nathan and. Oh, good God! And <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, even with Jose too. Shoot, you,
2: you pick your poison. If, yeah, if you have those four up top, then yeah, you can kind of do an OC style thing where you have three in the back and then three midfielders just kind of sitting back there, and then you have those four just absolutely tearing people apart. Yeah, that would be something to watch. That would be absolutely something to watch for and, sure. And then
0: the one thing about playing over there in Europe, especially with that team, I'm sure he's gotten a lot better.
2: Technically. Technically a lot more physical.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. The physicality is a big thing over there. A big thing over there. So I'm sure he's I mean, he's already just he's like the messy square as is. He's he's very hard to knock over when he doesn't want to go over. Um, but yeah, I'm sure he's gonna be a lot more physical. I'm sure he's gonna be his skill level is just gonna go up. It's a very similar thing to Ethan Bryant. Uh Ethan Bryant had that season that he was over there. Unfortunately, his team folded because of the pandemic and he was able to come back and i mean they put him on a a league one team one step below the championship and he absolutely dominated on that team and he brought that team he brought that entire team up a couple levels uh to compete in that league
1: so i'm going to start final thoughts or at least one that i'm pretty sure that all of us are going to have and that goes out to courtney ford and mama ford Yep. uh i know i lost my father to cancer and and uh, so hearts go out to the ford family uh if you go on to uh, at court ford um on twitter and i'm pretty sure it's on most of his uh, social feeds uh he's got a, a gofundme set up to kind of help cover the cost unfortunately for uh, um his mom uh, to make her uh, for hospice care less yeah. less days uh, as uh the best quality of life as possible. So, uh, you know, you know, uh, Courtney thinking about you and your mom and like I said here, uh, um, just cherish those last few days that you have because, uh, you know, th- they will be what you remember. Uh, um, and unfortunately, you know, when she, when she takes the next step up.
2: Yeah. Um, I mean, God, try not to uh crack up here um or <laughs> that's why crack i stopped <laughs> <up>. i know <laughs> i know not crack up you know i'm god i'm at a loss for words i'm getting emotional I got you. um i
0: knew what i meant. teary-eyed uh
2: yeah exactly um good lord um obviously donate to 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 him and and, and his family um if you can safc family for sure um that's that's a rough situation he's dealt with all season and He's dominated on the field, and he's still dealt with this off the field. It's been incredible. Um, And I mean, dude's a warrior. And if you read his mom's story, his mom's a damn warrior too. So, Mm -hmm. um, prayers up for you, man. Hearts out to you and your family, to the Ford family, and um, yeah, man. uh, Rough situation, but really happy. um, Happy he 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 gets that time for sure.
1: Any final thoughts uh, from you, Rafa? Awesome. I know you, you
0: unfortunately experienced some loss uh, this yeah. year as well. So, just like I said, just praise out you know to Mama Ford and to you know to the rest of this family. And like I said, yeah, if you have an opportunity to donate or even donate to any cancer charity too. To you know, uh, cat, yeah. you know, cancer sucks, and hopefully, find, find find a way to to you know with hopefully with you know donations and stuff. We'll find a cure for this and be able to beat this and you know, keep, you know, keep our love loans here a lot, lot, you know, a lot longer with us and so forth. So, you know, just go out there and send a little prayer to for him. And like I said, we we just wish the best for him him and his mom.
1: Any other final thoughts that you have, uh, with it being Thanksgiving, any, any final Thanksgiving thoughts that you want to, want to give
2: out? Um, I mean, just be, be thankful if you're, that you're going to be with your families. Um, I know the the cliche is the going to it, like oh, it's gonna be such a burn, and I gotta be with my family. Cherish it, cherish every moment. You're not always gonna have your family with you. Yeah. Cherish it, man. Your thought, Rafa. Uh, same thing,
0: like um, you know, I'm experiencing one without without my dad. But you know, I I just I, for me, I just want to thank you guys, you know, for for being here for me, and for going through this. You know, it's been, you know, almost four months, you know, going through this. And you guys have kept me up. And, you know, I thank God for having you guys here with me. So, you know, you know, I I can't, you know, can't thank you enough. And then, you know, just hug your loved ones because you, know, you never know, you know, when, when there's it's their time and so forth. And you want to cherish as much as you can and so forth. So and then just out there. You know, happy Thanksgiving to everyone. You know, be be safe. That's the big thing. Be yeah. safe.
2: Number one. Be safe, yeah, for sure. Don't eat too
0: don't much know. turkey. <laughs> and yeah. and just, you know, and then one one other thing is for look one I'm looking forward to is next week. Next week is the start of the high school soccer season for the public schools. And and if you're on any podcasts, like I said, I actually will be tomorrow night with Coach Kano on the on his cast we're going to do a little little pre- preview of the preview and this little talk about you know statewide doesn't mean more about statewide as far as high school soccer and also talking about the private schools are already in season so we'll discuss on that so we'll be there beyond night at 7:30 so a little little shout out to coach Connell for inviting me for yeah. your show
1: And uh, we will be getting into high school soccer next week. Uh, You know, uh, we'll still work out the schedule. I know it'll be me and Rafa Royce. I'm not sure, um, you know, how well he does with the high school. He's more of our our San Antonio FC tactical expert here. So uh, we may give him, but...
0: uh, um, Take him to some games.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. We got to go to... I got to take Rex to some games for sure. Um, And Harry, after uh, after we get off of here, I need to talk to you about... uh, Santa, trying to get him into San Antonio, Surf or into premier, which is right down the road as well. So, so, so we'll, we'll talk a uh, youth soccer. That'll be fun.
1: My final thought, you know, you know, kind, you know, kind of echoing, um, with, uh, the other two guys here, but, uh, with the family aspect here, you know, me and my wife, it was a couple of weeks ago, but this was kind of the first week that we really put it in, in play here is, um, take a break off social media internet stuff like that we've you know we've decided hey sundays you know it's going to be the day that we take take a break here and um it was surprisingly fun like i said here you know you know not you know i used to always check my phone as you guys all know you know i'm always on twitter um i know this was really bad timing with san antonio losing
2: (laughs) 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 i'm sure it was easy oh they lost
1: I was all like <laughs> well it wasn't because i knew i was going to catch grief you know hey where's harry where's harry harry's always got something to say and, and all of a sudden harry's gone um but it was actually yeah. kind of refreshing to to just stay off and, and deal you know um, enjoy the family watch some movies played some games and and you know you know because nowadays it's so easy to hey we'll eat together and then you know Anna goes to her room aj goes to his room <laughs> i go to my room monica does her thing um and, but, you know, for a day saying, Hey, we got to spend quality time together. You know, it, it was kind of good. And um, you know, especially with being Thanksgiving, you know, uh, just, you know, you know, uh, just take care of that. Enjoy your friends, families. Um, and, and like I said here, uh, it's been a pleasure for this year with covering San Antonio FC. want to thank Preston, uh, you know, for all yeah. that you do for us, you know, keeping us in the loop here. Um, I know you don't have to do that, it, you know, like said here, we're not writers, but, uh, you know, thank you for doing that. Hopefully we, uh, um, make you a little bit proud. Uh, I know sometimes we can be a little bit tough on the boys, <laughs> <laughs> but I think this year we've been a little bit more fair and, and, and a lot more balanced, uh, with the positive, you know, with, with the negative, uh, want to thank, you know, you know, all the guests that we've had, uh, for San Antonio FC, Mark Bay. uh, Matt Pollard up in Colorado Springs with the Rapids, especially with the Courtney uh, Courtney Ford story. Um, Obviously, Edson Taylor uh, Taylor, you know from uh, Um, the Legion podcast. Southwick, Southwick, uh, Landon Southwick. Although I don't know you anymore because you know you're going to a different league. (laughs) (laughs) That's all the (laughs) radar. uh you know the bold guys mark bay you know the striker texas um like i said here if you're looking for a usl podcast hey you know we're here you know we wouldn't mind hopping onto the network um but uh, and thank you to jonathan check uh for all that you do uh aaron you know with uh, ticket 760 um steven anderson steven anderson um, just thanks everybody for, for what you guys do. And you may not always be on the show, but you know, I'll, I'll ask questions to you and, and along those lines. Uh, I want to thanks uh, to Max, uh, Max yeah. and Robert. Uh, you know, I know two of our biggest, uh, you know, followers on there. Um, Aaron as well. Um, and just, you know, thank you to, you know, to, to all the supporters groups, Crocketeers, 210, uh, Mission City. It's been a fun season. Um, rest up. Because uh, the news will be coming fast and furious because uh, I've got um word that um, that probably isn't public yet, but uh, when New Mexico hired their coach, they uh, he probably uh, let something go. but uh, the season's gonna start first part of March. So we're already at the end of November.
2: <laughs> I think it's I think the this upcoming season's gonna be a lot more competitive as far as team team building goes. I think crap starts happening December 1st. After all these contracts expire at the end of November, I think December 1st, things are just going to start just Starbell lighting up, all these, lighting teams up
1: like the NBA. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, and, and yep. you know, these deals are done ahead of time. Let's, let's, let's yeah. be honest with them. no, they're, let's they're,
2: they're agreed to in principle and then they're official. Yeah.
1: Players talk. This will be what might be a little bit tricky is with the USLPA. you know, they got a player's agreement now uh for that here but uh so for san antonio fc coverage and it's probably going to go a little bit more on the back channel a lot more high school uh coverage is going to be popping up uh probably between what first of december after the holiday break through what march and you know right yep. before san antonio fc picks back well i up mean here.
2: that means preseason is probably gonna be february so i mean it's probably yes. going to be a th- solid three months between December first until probably February twenty eighth. Is this going to be berp, just? I'm going to be refreshing Twitter the entire time, just <laughs> waiting to see what so, happens. So
1: we'll have a. But uh, high school goes through what March as well, right? Well, right oh, to April, actually
0: to April, to April.
2: April and then playoffs start. Yeah. So,
0: well, mm-hmm. yeah the the state the state tournaments in April. Playoff oh, okay, start. Okay. Playoff starts about right right around spring break
2: gotcha and then, okay. then
0: we also have what well, the big thing the big question also going in we have realignment coming up that's going to be interesting hmm. i've already hearing rumors a couple 618s might be dropping down to 5a
2: oh wow
0: and, that, and that's going to shake a lot of things and then we have a new school coming yeah. up on the far west side uh south of my high school um they're going to come into play varsity right away um they there may be a factor going in, it's affecting a couple teams, and which we'll hopefully I guess we'll discuss in a few weeks and so forth. But I'm I'm excited because we don't know who's a. I'll well, I'll leave it as that. We'll we'll get into a little bit more. I'm gonna little, little teaser so that way they. <laughs> I'm gonna give it all away.
1: Yeah. So, uh, but thank you to everybody. Uh, sorry for the long ending, but you know, like I said here wanted to give a lot of thanks with it being Thanksgiving um and, and i do want to also uh you know uh thank uh mike and jenny Chuck. uh you guys are awesome and, and like said here uh you know great fans uh you know for here and, and like said here whenever i see you guys you always always are so kind and and, and ask questions about the show and stuff so
2: always Thanks. also shout shout out to uh steve arters as well steve Art who, who made his way out there james for Hope, sure yep I hope any yep. final
1: thoughts that you want to shout out Rafa with with your you know with uh, with your gangs that, that follow
0: um uh, just shout out to all the i guess all the people that came to the games cheered them on and even in the in the friendlies too you know you know it's 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 tough going to all of them but hey you know you got we, we it was great to experience all that some seeing some mlx They got Mackie's teams come here that was a good experience for our, Players. Yep. I think that was even a kind of a turning point for a couple of our players to really kind of turn up a notch. Hey, we're so.
1: past that section, man. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but, I was, but, I was, but I was happy about that. Um, we're in an hour and 20 minutes. So I said this was going to be quick. So. Yeah. <laughs> I, I Didn't
2: I tell y'all? Didn't I tell y'all? Like, <laughs> yeah. uh, what if we tried to do a quick episode? Yeah, that sounds good to me. Well, I'm I said, like, hey, I, let's
0: not go <laughs> and We have to go out with a bang here with this AFC, so.
2: I guess if we're going to end this season on one word, proud, super proud, the whole club up and down. Um, I think one of the bigger underrated moves was uh, Lou Leva going from the club to U S soccer. Like that's huge aspirations. Shout out to Lou. Um, But that's how, that's how well intertwined this club is in U S soccer is that, and there's only one way, and that's up. And we showed it this season, the potential for this club to go up. Um, and let's do it again next season. I'm super pumped. Super Still,
1: pumped. So there, there's gonna be new teams next year, teams that we won't see again. Um, yep. But that's life in lower league soccer. But uh, yep. Um, want to say you know like I said here, happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Uh, like I said here, thoughts and prayers to you know to Courtney and your family, you know, and Mama Ford. Um, but what's life without goals? We're out of here. See yep. Birds up.